What's up, everybody? You're listening to License to Ball Podcast. Yo, what's good, guys? And welcome to another episode of the License to Ball Podcast. Uh, this is episode five, I believe. Episode five? Yeah, I think so. Or four. Yeah. Four or five. Nah, nah, nah. Cap is five. Uh, my best. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, today we have another interesting topic for you guys, as we normally do, you know what I'm saying? Today, Gabe and I just decided to chop it up about one of the most important uh, aspects of football, and I think life in general. Today, we're going to be talking about finding your confidence. You know, I think... Confidence is one of the most important things in football. I always feel like, you know, no matter how much you train, if you're not confident, you can't do anything. But like sometimes you could, if you're really confident, you could just walk up to a free kick after not practicing and just put that thing top corner. So we're obviously not saying don't practice, but yeah, just confidence is a really important thing in in football. But before we get into that, um, how are you doing today, Gabe? I'm good, bro. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. I took on my hair. So uh, my hair is looking bust right now. So. Same, bro. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason we have uh, do-rigs on, in case y'all were wondering. But yeah, anyway, let's just get straight into it. So Gabe, what is confidence? What is real confidence to you? Damn, that's a hard one. Honestly, it's it's when you think about it, it's actually not easy. Um, yeah. You know, low points of your life, um, not only on football pitch, but like where you can look back at all your experiences and practice and and say, okay, I can get through this, or I will succeed no matter what. Um, and that self-belief when all odds are against you would be uh, self-confidence for me. How about you? Okay. But just thinking about what you said there, with true confidence being something that's present when everything is against you, you know, how can you know if someone's truly confident in times where things are good and everything's going for them? Is it just that these moments, these down moments are the things that will show what you're really made of and show if you really have confidence in what's there at the top is whatever, or what do you think? I think the, mo- the most important is not what we view confidence as. It's what like you view confidence as within yourself. Because, I mean, everyone mm. has their own Facts. perception of that. Um, yeah. And I think I can say, okay, well, he looks really confident, but he can be down. You know, you know, I don't know what's happening, yeah. you know, behind closed doors. But like, I think if you're true to yourself and, and you think, okay, I I am truly confident. However, yeah. that is painted out for you. Um, yeah. That is true confidence. But how do you know that? How with, can you like look with, at with yourself? Myself? And, yeah, how can you look at yourself and say that I'm a tr- I'm truly confident? I'd say when, when like, you go into situations and 
you I think I think when you when you actually no, I would say this. When you put yourself out there to to fail, I think that's sort of like a confidence thing. Because like if you if you're able to say okay, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, I'm ready to just put it all out there and and fail and fall, that takes true confidence. Cause someone that plays it easy, you know, on the safer side, they're kind of more scared than confident, I'd say, right? I mean, that's how I feel. So like Yeah. I think if you're if if me for myself, if I'm really willing to take risks, whether it's on a football pitch, whether it's in life, that's when I feel like I'm at my most confident self. Okay, I definitely, I definitely agree with what you say, say said there. But for me, I see that more as like bravery instead of being confident, because I would say a confident person like Neymar on the pitch, when he does something, I feel like he doesn't see them as risks. He's my perception of Neymar, obviously, as you said, each individual is different and for them it's a different situation. But my perception of Neymar is that when he does a trick, it's not a risk for him. Like he's sure it's gonna work out, whether it ends up working out or not working out. But as he decides to make the action, he's sure that that thing is gonna work out. So for him, I feel like that's not really a risk. So it's not really being brave for him. Because I think, like, also in terms of courage and things like that, different thing, different things are hard for different people. Of course. Like, for example, it could be easier for someone to take a penalty kick, a match designing penalty kick, than to try a rainbow flick in a match. Of course, man. So, yeah, but I, I get, what, I definitely get what you're saying, and I, and I agree. You know, I was just looking up on my phone, and it says. Uh, the dictionary de- definition of confidence from the Oxford Dictionary. Shout out to Oxford sponsors, please. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. So I feel like this is not all encompassing, in my opinion. I like your definition as well because. Well, I guess this kind of speaks on it, but just to know that you can be, you can have uh, faith or belief in that something or someone in any situation, you know. Uh, But I have a question though. Well, would you say that players who struggle with confidence problems are not players who are truly confident? Or would you say that... um, they can go through periods of confidence. If your confidence dwindles or flickers, does it mean that you're not really a confident person? Because I was just, I remember I talked to you about, um, uh, what is this, a podcast that we, we were listening to. It's called Kick Back with Nadum. And he was talking about um, a play, he interviewed a player, let me just check the player, Matt Phillips. And he was talking about how in his career he's had confidence problems and it's really affected his production because sometimes he'd be producing really well and sometimes not. So, but would you say that if your confidence flickers or or changes that you're not really a truly confident person or player or, or what would you say? No, I think um, there's different volumes to, to confidence. Um, it's not always going to be at its highest 
as I said, like with within life, you're gonna go through different times where we'll bring your confidence down. Um, but I don't think that doesn't mean I don't think that means that you're not a confident person. Um, maybe just at the time it's it's dropped. I just I guess it just it depends on the person what they're going through in their life. Um, but ultimately, no. Just because you have low points of confidence does not mean you're not a confident person. You just have a a lack of confidence at the time. Just like you see with other strikers, like like uh, let's let Timo Werner, yeah, yeah, like he's you know this guy's amazing, you know, and you're not you can't look at him and say okay, oh, he's lost his ability overnight because this, this yeah. doesn't happen. He's trained over for years. He's performed over years. It's just I guess yeah. when as a as a player, as a person, you go through times where like you're confident in the sense where you can go on that pitch and and or you can go at that job. I don't know what it is, but like you can go out there and say, okay, I'm I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to try this, and mm-hmm. you can't really make that next step because you're you're lacking that bit of confidence that you usually have, and so you have to yeah. find that that something that that's gonna get you up to that that uh, high point of confidence again. You know what I mean? Hmm. I kind of see what you're saying. So if you were in Timo Werner's shoes right now, what would you tell him to do to get back to where, where he needs to be? On What I would tell, like, you know, forget Timo Werner. Imagine if I was saying, like, if I was, if Gabriel Bocci was in his place, yeah, just Gabriel Bocci, I would say, like, as I always say to myself, it's just, you know, everything's going to be okay. Because I feel like bad times don't always, they're not always going to last. So, like, yeah. and especially as a goal scorer, you, you're you going to go through periods. And that's like a mental thing with all strikers, I guess. Yeah. Um, you understand that you want to score so badly, but there's going to be periods that you don't score. So, it's just like, if you keep trying... Yeah. You're gonna get you're you're gonna hit one in, and then it's just gonna keep you know it's gonna just keep running, keep going, going, going. That's that's my opinion. So I'm just like, what I would say to myself is, yo, just keep just keep working hard, just keep trying. And like for me, um, one big thing. This is actually like, I've done this my whole career. If I was if I would lack confidence, I always used to train harder. Like I would always yeah. I would say, okay, I'm not training hard enough, and that was just my first thought. Like. Yeah. Like, okay, if if I'm not going to score, if this is a confidence thing, I'm just going to try to work harder and harder and harder and get better. Because, like, once the confidence yeah. gets back, I already loaded up that whole training load and I'm going to get, like, yeah. I've trained so much. I'm going to I'm gonna get to that point. So, like, I think yeah, train harder and be patient because it's, it's going to get better. I mean, how about you? Like, what, yeah. what would it be for you? Because I know you've uh, struggled with confidence at times. Just to let everybody know this this thing, I'm gonna have to listen back to this because I need tips on this. <laughs> now, in my footballing career, confidence is something that I struggled with. I would say, at times, uh, and it's crazy because, like, I know I'm a baller. Like, I know I can ball. Like, I know I can play. Like, I know I have the ability and everything, but sometimes. I would feel like I I hold myself to really high standards because of what I know I can do. And when I'm not doing it, then it kind of, it's like a snowball effect. 
And when I, when I just think of Timo Werner, Werner, I've been in his position before. Uh, I think with what you said, it's kind of different though, because if you're a striker and you're not scoring, that's one thing. But if you're a striker and you're getting great chances to score and you're not scoring, like you're missing the chances, then that's like a snowball effect on your confidence. Because I know from my experience, which this is wrong, and if anybody is in this situation, you shouldn't do it. I think if I had been missing as many chances as Timo Werner had been missing, I don't know if I would be going in those positions. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let me be the one to put the ball in the box. So let me be the one to square it across <clears throat> rather than um, get in those positions. And I'd be like, okay, if I'm going to score a goal, let me score it where like I beat a player or two and then I put it in the net. So that way it's like something that nobody really expects. And then when I do it, then that gives me a whole lot of confidence and then I can do more. And then I have more confidence to get into those positions because I'm like, if I go into this position and I miss another one, then it's really going to like get me, dig me deeper into that hole. But I think for Vanna, it's really good that he's, you know, even though he has all the pressure and all these people talking, he's still going into those positions and, giving himself the chance to like build his confidence through goals. Mm. But yeah, but just thinking about his situation, how much do you think like social media plays into this? Like somebody's confidence level. Oh, massive. Mass- I don't know. I mean, as athletes, I would, um, I would assume they, they try to stay away from it because I mean, if you do well, they're going to say good things. And then if you do bad, mm. you know, they're going to say horrible things. Um, yeah. so like why look at it right why like you don't Thanks. need them to validate whether you've played good or not you already know that you've played well or you've played bad so I mean mm-hmm. if he's looking or if players are looking I think it does play a massive part um, because I, like at the end of the day you're going to you're going to critique yourself and then if you have like a bunch of other people critiquing you like that's yeah. even that's it's it's just gonna sink in your head, and then you have all your the thoughts in your mind just like oh yeah maybe I didn't do that well oh this and that like you know you start yeah. to question yourself yeah I think it it does play a massive part and it's it's not something that you should focus on or pay attention to um, yeah whatsoever um, but sometimes you get you know drawn to it naturally because it's just everywhere lost in the sauce yeah but like yo honestly. I have a question because, like, you said you don't want, you don't really like going into those positions when you're when you're not confident or when you're lacking yeah. in confidence. Let's say, like, so what? Yeah. So when you do get in those positions, is it because you have to, or is it because like you know you just you want to try to get something out of it? Because I like for me honestly, I remember there's this game. Uh, this was probably in like November, and I remember I think yeah. I told you about this. I. It was I was actually playing really good, and I was just lacking confidence. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the routine I had before. Yeah. I just didn't focus or something. And I would go into positions thinking that okay, my maybe my first touch is gonna be bad. Uh, maybe I shouldn't go there, you know. And everyone's like, "Hey, Gabby, hey, get some butt there, like yeah. hey, come to the ball, yelling at me." I'm like, "Fuck, okay, now I have to." And so like. <laughs> 
you know, I know, you know what I mean. I don't want to, cause like I, I'm just yeah. I, like I'll go there slow so he doesn't pass it to me. So like, but I yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. But like, it, I know exactly of, which position you're talking about. Wait, yeah. are you talking about going into the pocket like as a winger yeah. when you're in the midfield? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you lose exactly. the ball there, it's over. The ball, it's over. So like, and usually I'll go into those spaces and I'll be fine. I'll turn this. But this day, I was just like, I just had no confidence. And like when I did, I did well, but like I was shaking. I can feel my, I can feel my hands shaking, my legs shaking. But like it was because I had to. And like I kind of stopped thinking that um, I can. I start, I start like putting myself out there to like maybe just make a mistake or to even try to do it for the team or like for myself. So like what what keeps yeah. you going in those positions? Because like you know people tell you to do it, or you know you really want to actually do well or, or or make something out of it. You know, just just thinking about this, I'm gonna answer the question. But the fact that we even think about this while we're playing just sounds crazy to me. Like this is not something that shouldn't even be in your head when you're playing. You should go into the position because it's the best position to go into. Not, you shouldn't be thinking about whether you lose the ball or can lose the ball or something like that. But I think if I go into those positions, sometimes I do what you do. Like I go slowly so like, you know, they won't play, play it there. Or sometimes I'd be like, switch, hey, call the striker, switch. Yeah. They think I'm doing off top of a or something. But the man that may do it, no off top of a The man that just don't want to be there. Uh. So I'll be like, switch, switch. But I don't know. I think, I think for me, what I've noticed with myself is that if I can just, I want to give this away because I want no other teams to see. But anyway, I know for myself, if I have a good action, it's like, for me, that builds upon everything. So if I get into the game and I get like an early touch, a good touch or a good dribble, then my confidence is sky high. And then if I lose the ball in the situation, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care because I had like good actions. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Just having that first ability to get on the ball and say, okay, like, I know I can do this. But if it's like the first thing is a bad thing, I need to improve on getting there and being like, okay, first was bad, but, you know, recover from it. But what keeps me going to those positions, I think it's just if I, sometimes I fight myself in my head and I'm like, no, go into this position and this is what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, or sometimes some, like, it's just, I just have to, even though I don't want to, I, I have to. But one thing, one thing that I just realized, it's, it's crazy. Because this whole thing about like going into that, receiving the ball under pressure, stuff like that, something I can do any, any time. But the re the reason like this whole thing even started for me is because I remember when I was in Portugal and I was doing that, I think I lost the ball like two times or something like that in, in that position. I can't remember. I think it was in the game. It was just like a first team match or something like that. And after, bruh, like my confidence just went. I don't know why. Not that I couldn't do it, but it just like kind of disappeared. And I remember that whole summer, I was like, wow, I need to improve on this. I'm not good at this. And I like kind of talked myself into thinking that I wasn't good at wasn't it. good at it, yeah. And I remember I, I went home that summer every single day. 
I worked on this like this drill about receiving the ball, like checking your shoulder, receiving the ball in like a space and knowing like which way to take your first touch, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the whole time I could already do it. But it's just crazy how sometimes we can like talk ourselves into thinking of doing some things because I don't know, because of one bad action. Bad action. It's crazy because we we oh, like as humans, we focus on the negative more than we focus on the positive, no matter how many positives. Actually, that's a choice. You can choose to focus on what you choose to focus on. But I think we default to looking at the bad things before we focus on the good things. Very true. Very true. But like, okay, so now that you say, like, what do you, how do you get yourself? Because you, you've almost like put yourself in this hole where you believe you're not that good at something. Mm -hmm. So how do you get yourself out of those situations? Because there's there's always times where we, you know, we lack confidence. So how do you get yourself out of those points where you're lacking confidence, where you believe, okay, I'm not so good at this. Um, When you know deep down you are good at it, you trained on it, but you just, you're not, you're lacking confidence. So just, you know, you don't, you don't do well at the time. So how do you get yourself out of those points in life where we are lacking confidence. Just one thing. Uh, I just remembered it wasn't actually at Port- in Portugal. It was in Germany right before I went to Portugal. But anyway, with those things, like I said, this thing, this conversation, I'm trying to find some answers myself. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> what I would say is just from in the past, I would say for myself, it'd be like after having a fresh start. Like I'd have like a break, then I'd go into a new situation and then I could start off and get like that first good step. And then when you, you get the first good step, first good, you know, like at the beginning of a new season or something like that, first good action, um, then you start off like you have a good preseason and you go into the season well. So I think that that's what I would say. But obviously as a footballer, you don't really have that time. You can't like, if you lose your confidence in November. You can't say I'm going to wait till the beginning of the next season to gain my confidence back. I think how I got it back is just how I get it back is I'm trying to do this more actively force myself into go into situations where I feel scared, irrespective of what happens. And if I lose it, if I, you know, make a mistake or if I do well, irrespective, go into that position again and just keep on continually going into it. And then I think by continually doing that, you'll lose the fear of what could happen because what could happen has already happened so many times. Except if you go in there, they get the ball counter, they score, right? (laughs) Then you're getting something off. Yeah, but uh, I would say that's what I'm trying to do right now. Just learn to force myself actively to go into those situations and, you know, just do it, have a plan when I go there and, you know, do it. What about you? Um, I think this is not so much on the field. <clears throat> I feel I'm lacking confidence. Um, I usually have self-talks, a lot of self-talks, um, and, I'm, and like breathing. I think this is a big thing for me. Like, like 
in with positive out with negative. It's something simple and may sound crazy, um, but it, it almost brings a certain energy into me. And yeah. I feel like it, it rids me of, of negative thoughts. Cause like for me, whenever I'm lacking in confidence is because it's not because of like other people usually. Yeah. Um, it's usually because I start doubting myself. I start saying things to myself that I don't usually say. Yeah. Um, and that's when I start to lack confidence. So like once I start like to really question my, my, the critic in my mind, and yeah. I start to really challenge it and um, yeah, speak to it. That, that's when I start to build up my confidence again. So that's, that's sort of what I do off the pitch. Um, yeah. On the pitch, usually, again, like with you, I just try to get like my first pass or like after I mess up, I just be like, okay, forget it's the pass. Let's get the next pass or something, you know, like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely off the field, mentally, the breathing and self-talks have definitely helped me a lot over the years. That's, that's good, you know. Sorry, when you, when you said that, it literally just reminded me of something about the self-talks. Uh, I remember you told me about the breathing, and I think the words you speak as well is the breathing because you know it's funny i i remember one match i was coming on i was like and when i was coming on i was coming off at half they told me like right away like oh you're coming off that half i was kind of nervous i didn't know why i was like no what do i mean why i didn't know that i was gonna come on yeah and i was just getting ready to go on and i was getting so nervous and i just took a deep breath i'm like <sighs> and it's like all of the nervousness just went away and I went on to the pitch and I was like free and I wasn't anxious because I think if you're anxious, you know, you lose energy and stuff. Yeah. And, but it's, I think it's important to take a deep breath, as you said, to breathe. But with what you said, self-talks are really, really important. And when, when you said that to me, I realized that I could be uh, subconsciously talking to myself when I have a bad action and saying like all these negative things. And I'm not even realizing it. Yeah. Like I can have a bad action. I'm like, yo, you're so bad, bro. Like how you do that? You need to train. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I'm not even realizing it. And I, it's crazy because sometimes, and if I'm unconfident, I can go to training. I'll be like, oh, like, look at what that guy did. Like, yo, all these guys better than you. So, when it's not true. And I could just be talking like that in my head and, that's just not good. Like, yeah. just to, mm -hmm. I, when we were saying this, I just remembered a, a, like a verse when you were speaking. I remembered a verse. So I just wanted to quote it up, uh, quote it. So I didn't like bring it up so I didn't misquote it. But there's a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 4.23 that says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Like another thing says, like the wellspring of life. And another one that I saw in, Second Corinthians ten five it says, "We demolish every argument and pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ." Amen. And I think it's crazy because sometimes we just think that our thoughts are just our thoughts, and we let them run rampant in our heads. Like we entertain whatever comes into our heads, 
whether it be negative or positive. And I, this, not even the, just in the realm of confidence, but in the realm of life, we let whatever negative things come into our head and we entertain it. And then it's like we feed upon it and then we become those things. You know, even another verse like that I just remembered as well in Proverbs 23, 7, the beginning of it says, well, it says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so he is. Like whatsoever you think of in your heart, so you are. Um, <clears throat> it says, eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So anyway, and also another one that says is life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. So there's so many things, but it's just like, and just as you said that, I just remembered even in occurrences in my own life and in my myself of just going through negative situations and letting myself, letting me talk down on myself. You know, it's bad enough that we have other people who will talk down on us, yeah. whether we see it or don't. But the fact that at times we, I'm just using this as a general statement, can let us talk negative things about ourselves and and really just focus on those negative things just really just digs us into a much deeper hole in general yeah i feel like <clears throat> yeah so like what is your now that you say like what is your confidence then fueled by that's 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 i actually wanted to ask you that i wanted <laughs> to ask you that <laughs> I wanted to ask you that. What is my confidence fueled by? Mm. I think I've really gone through a transformative process with this. And I've really struggled in the sense of thinking about, okay, where should I hinge my confidence on? Like, obviously, I'm Christian. That's my faith in that. I believe that, like, I believe in God and I want to have my confidence in God. But what does that look like practically is what I've really thought about. Like, does it mean that I should say, oh, like, I can't do this in and of myself or and I'm only going to focus on what God can do through me? Or does it also mean or does it mean that I should focus in the sense of I can do this through God or like I know I can do this because God is with me, yeah. you know? I've tried, I think at times I've tried to put my confidence in what I, with my training, you know, a lot of people say like, yeah, training brings confidence, you know, just do a thousand repetitions. Yes. Man, them did, did those 10,000 repetitions, <laughs> still waiting for that. But I think, yeah, so I try and have an understanding that, you know, God is with me at all times and I want to hinge my confidence on him. There's another verse that says, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible, you know? So I don't want to quote that out of context for all y'all out there, but um, yeah. So I really just try and focus, and I'm still on the journey of focusing on having my confidence in God and um, what that looks like practically for me. What about you? Uh, definitely in God and knowing that he's always there for me, always will be there for me. Um, yeah. He's always by my side. But I think me individually of what I 
do on my own. Definitely the training thing. Um, it's not, I guess it's not so much. It's something that you look back on in yeah. training and say, okay, yeah. I'm prepared. Yeah. And then like when, when you know you're prepared, then you can say, okay, why wouldn't I be confident? I'm prepared. Like I've prepared for this all my life or, or however long. Yeah. So I think a combination of faith and um, training. Yeah. And, and if it's a normal life, then experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely those two. Yeah. No, definitely. I wasn't saying that to in any way insinuate that you don't need to train. Like I said, I, I've been done those 10,000 repetitions. Um, it even says in the Bible that faith without works is dead in James, I think James 2. But yeah, you have to put in the work and you have to do. And if you're not doing, if you're not doing the part to develop your God-given gift or whatever you're trying to do, then you can't just say, you can't sit around and say, yeah, God's come. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. You can, you can keep sitting around. <laughs> you know, he gave you and empowered you with the strength to develop your, your craft. And I think developing your craft definitely as you said, experience doing something a lot of times you create muscle memory and things like that. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, for sure. So training is very, very important. You know, do your best to develop yourself, but I have a question, but so what, what role do you think that other people should play in developing your confidence? I think you're a step ahead because I'm like I'm actually I was actually gonna ask you that too. It's crazy, like we switch. Yo, yeah, you were gonna. I was gonna ask you, and then you were gonna ask me. <laughs> that's crazy. Like I was looking right on the side. And I'm like, okay, I got the next one, and then you asked me. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, say that. Say that again, because like I, I just need to hear it again. What role do you think that other people should? Um, have in developing your confidence? Um, I don't think they should have I don't think they should have a massive role in uh, your confidence. Of course, like the People around you, they know that, I think they, they know the effect that they have on you and or the people closest to you or the people that manage you. Um, mm -hmm. They know that if they feel you with positivity, it will build up your confidence. I understand that. Yeah. Um, that being said, as someone with someone that is confident, I think you shouldn't rely on other people to to fuel you with confidence or um yeah rely on you because like that can go both ways they can fill you the confidence and they can also turn around and say bad things which is happening in, in a football um in a football world that happens all the time a coach can look you in the face yeah you're a great player next day next week next month he's talking smack and you're not even the team you know i don't know you know, so I think to, yeah. you shouldn't um, really base your confidence in other people, and and let them f really be the main fuel of your confidence. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely with the positivity that they bring, I would say take it, but not don't take everything fully and don't don't expect that it's always going to be there. So like, yeah. have confidence in your within yourself, the, the strength of confidence in yourself, but not yeah, um, rely on on the fuel that's given by others. I don't, you get what I mean? Like, how is it for you? Because yeah. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't like to have. My, I don't like to. Ha- I don't like to feel vulnerable in that sense, where like people can can start being negative, and then it's just going to have a, a massive impact on the way I perform, the way I have a outlook on life or or a situation, just because they stop giving me um, this positivity and confidence. You know that that's for me that that wasn't truly confidence. That was just them, you know, feeling me with something. Yeah. So like, I think the feel has to come from here. Yeah, it's it is fake because like it's gonna it can be gone tomorrow. So like I think the fuel has to be come yeah. within. Um, for me at least, it has to come within, and then the extra stuff is just an extra. It's like a it, yeah. it's a positive thing that comes with it, but it's not my main yeah. source. Uh, how was it for you? Um, <clears throat> my mom always used to tell me, even before like I was even near this level of football that I am, like when I was younger. She's like, always. I don't know why she would always tell me. She's like, never listen to the media people. Never listen to them. Like, they always have the ability to bring you up, <clears throat> but then they, they'll try and tear you down. So she's like, every time, anytime anybody says anything to you, just be like, don't have any effect from it. Because <clears throat> I 100% agree with, what you, agree with what you're saying. Just going back to the initial question, like, I don't I don't believe it's real confidence. In a general sense, you can't say you're really confident if you're waiting for other people to build your confidence for you. I don't even think that's a for me thing, you know, or I know how everyone's like, I think that's just a universal truth. I believe that other people can give you the ability to build your confidence uh, in the sense or the opportunity. For example, I remember I went back and forth on this topic because I thought about players like I had a one uh, long discussion with one of my teammates and he's like, yeah, we see players like Ronaldo, but like, where did they get this confidence from? Like, would he have the same confidence if Alex Ferguson didn't let him play every match when he was playing poorly? But at the same time, Alfred, Alfred, Alex Ferguson gave him the opportunity to play the matches, but Ronaldo still had to make the decision to be confident and do what he does irrespective you know with that opportunity so in that sense i do believe that other people can give you the opportunity they can give you a boost so that you can build something for your own but as you said you can't rely or you can't be a pengi fun and the can't be dependent on other people for your confidence and i think it's just most things in life everybody in life doesn't mean that you shouldn't trust anybody but Everybody in life has potential to let you down because we're all human. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have confidence in other people. Hey, actually, there's a verse that says, hope placed in man dies with them. <laughs> Which is true, but uh, yeah, I don't think that uh, you should rely on other people for your source of confidence. I think there's only one source for everything. And if you rely on anybody else for that, then you're just gonna just gonna fall fall down. 
But I, I actually just thinking about that, I remembered something that Scott said. I'm yet to put this, we're yet to put this on the page. I remember I said I was going to quote this and I want to, it's been in my head, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I remember I asked him, like, how did he stay confident when, you know, because when I think of confidence, sometimes I can, can confuse it with egoistic, like cocky a bit. And like, I know basketball players, some basketball players, you'll ask them, everyone's always going to say they're the best. Even if they're averaging four points, they're like, if you give me one-on-one versus LeBron, I'm going to win. Like they have that belief in themselves. But I remember I asked, we asked Scott and he said something like, I don't, I was like, how do you be confident? Like, how do you learn from everybody? Well, still believing that you're better than that, like other players. And he said, I don't care if he's better than me. What do I have to do to be better than him? So I'm just thinking when you are faced with players who I guess you'd say are better than you, how can you keep the confidence or the sense like I deserve to play or you know stuff like that wait i deserve to put um like if like, it's a teammate yeah it's a if teammate. it's an opponent there's a there's a big there's a yeah it's a teammate like within within the setting of a team how do you how do you keep confidence in the face of people who are like better than you i think um There's this, this bit of, I don't know, maybe it's a cockiness. Maybe it's something that I have. But I don't I don't like to think that people are better than me. No cap. I wanted to interrupt you because when I just said better than you, I felt like a chill. I was like, yeah. ain't, ain't nobody that. <laughs> ain't nobody that. Not even messy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like. Cause I remember Mbappe was saying something like this. He's like, like he knows Messi and Ronaldo are better than them. But like, whenever he steps on the pitch, he says, "Okay, I'm the best." Like, no one's yeah. gonna tell me I'm not the best. I'm the best. And that's like, so that's in my mind, it's like, it's like I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, I am the best. I should be playing. <laughs> you know, and, and if I'm not playing, okay, that's his. That's that's his decision. I at the end of the day, I don't I don't control whether I'm gonna play or not because the the coach makes the decision. If I'm sick, I know I'm sick. Like. I, like no one's gonna yeah. tell me otherwise. Of course, there's so much I can learn from these people, but like at the end of the day, I'm yeah. not gonna look at someone and be like, "Oh, he's better than me." Maybe he has more experience <laughs> and he's learned more. But am I gonna say yeah. he's better than me? Never. You never hear that. My, you will yeah. never hear that coming out of my mouth. Never. And like I, and I will yeah. never. Besides Messi and Ronaldo, I will never, like, turn myself to believe that the this person that I'm in the same team with is better than me. There's no way. There's no way. If I'm yeah. if I'm here and you're here, bro, we are we are here. I don't care. In my eyes, <laughs> right here, I don't care. We're always <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I feel that. Even as I was saying that, like, oh, better than you, I was like, I felt like this weird feeling. I was like, better than me? What do you say? But to be fair, um, I think I've kind of like, 
And as you said, there's not the same thing that's going to work for everybody. I th- you have to find out what works for you and what gets you into the right mode to bring out the best of you as a player. Maybe you don't even need to think about that, about who's better or not. Maybe that's just something that doesn't need to cross your mind. You just need to focus on yourself and like how you're going to perform and stuff like that. Maybe, I I don't know. I really don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's hilarious. That's, no, but it's that's like, crazy. It, I- Listen, I don't, this does not come to my mind and I'm like, oh, I'm better than him. Like, I never really think about that. Um, yeah. But since you asked the question, <laughs> I had to let people know <laughs> that this is like, if if the thought comes to my head or someone brings that question to me, the first thought is no. Um, and I don't mean to be cocky or, you know, full of myself. That's just as an athlete and other athletes will understand um, yeah. there's a certain amount of confidence and and maybe swagger that we have. Yeah, that we that we just carry with us, and so yeah. that's just like how that's almost how, that's almost a way that I keep myself confident. Yeah, um, is to look at myself as the best. Of course, not the best I can be, but the best in my group of people. Um, yeah, but I'm also not ignorant, and you know I also look at yeah. other other players and say, okay, oh, that's cool, that's that's good that what he does, I can take from that, or I can learn from him. Like I don't close my mind to yeah. to, to people's experiences. Um, yeah, self confidence I have in myself will always be there, whether low or high. But it's like the the heart of it will always be there. Yeah. But how's it Definitely. for you? Like, what do you? How do you? I mean, I don't know if you usually say this to yourself, but like, what do you look? How do you look at it? No, that's kind of the reason why I asked Scott the question, which he gave his response, and that kind of gave him like it kind of made me think because I don't really view like for the same as you, I don't really view people as better than me. I'm kind of like, at my best, I can do so much more than... Sometimes I've even asked, like, if a coach has played someone else... I think I told you this. Am I allowed to say this on air? We're going to leave that one for sure. Okay, okay. We're going to leave that one later down the line. Um, Yeah. But I think... For yeah, I don't really <clears throat> view other people as better than me at all. And when when I play, if I have bad moments, that's when when it can switch in my head. I can be like, "Oh, look at what this person's doing." But if I'm having good moments, which I this is something I need to work on. Which if I'm having good moments and I can just be. You know, balling out, and I'll be like, "Yo, like, what do you want to do? Come, come, come here! I'll leave you on the ground. I'll leave you <laughs> on the floor." <laughs> yeah. So that's that's definitely something that I I need to improve. And one thing, just thinking about that, I think is very important to make sure that you develop your own identity as a player. Just thinking about it everybody's going to have a different philosophy and everybody's going to have a different idea. And it's very important that in the process of learning from everybody that you learn 
what builds on your identity as long as that identity is a solid foundation. I mean, as a footballer. Because if somebody's telling you, okay, always play two-touch, like this is how I made it to this level, you don't have the same qualities as them. For you to play like two-touch, maybe your quality is to use your ability to beat players and stuff like that. And that's what um, that's what helped you. Uh, that that's what's going to help you reach that level. Yeah. So I think it's important that just in the process of learning, yes, learn from everybody, but learn to add, not learn to change yourself. And yeah, that's that's very important. And as Gabe told me once, you're in. I don't know. I'm going on this tangent. But I'm just thinking about things in my own life, but you shouldn't, you can't live to please other people, especially on the football pitch. One person will tell you this, one person will tell you that, but you have to do what's best for the team, but also what's going to be best to bring your own best game out of you. Because if you bring your best game out of you, then you're helping the team in turn. So, yeah. But, okay, Gabe, who's better between us, you or me? You don't have to ask me, but you already know who's better. Me, right? Huh? <laughs> Yo, you, you what? <laughs> nah, bro. I'll leave you on the floor. Cap. <laughs> cap, cap. Anyway, Gabe, it's been a really good conversation with you. It has, bro. It has been. I like that we've been able to talk. Wait, do you have anything else you want to speak on or? Nah, I mean, it's just funny because, like, we always talk about who's faster. And it's literally, like, who's better, you know? You're always saying, oh, yeah. I'm faster. And then I'm saying, no, I'm faster. Like, it just goes back and forth. So it was pretty funny like, hey. that you asked that. Just to let everybody know, let me let me come real close to the mic for this don't, one. Don't start lying. <laughs> don't start me, lying. Just, just, to let, just to let everybody know, Gabe has been talking all this, all this Shabazz. What? About I'm faster than Bori. I've been asking this guy for time to give me statistics, bro. You know how they love their statistics in Germany. I've been asking this man for time to give me the statistics. This guy, all he says is I'm sleep. That's all he says. I am sleep. <laughs> bro, Yo. bring bring the statistics. Bro. Gabriel Bocci, ask about me, okay? Ask about me. I don't need to ask nobody, bruh. I need you to bring me the statistics. I need receipts. I need receipts. Bro, I brought my statistics. I brought my I brought my 30 meter sprint. I brought my 10 meter sprint to Gabe. I brought my in-game sprint since we started wearing um the the GPSs. I brought that all to Gabe. Gabe has not said he's just been like, oh, that's pretty fast. He has not said his own. <laughs> so you know, I don't even need to get into it. All right. No, 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 no. I need you to get into this game. I need you to get into this once and for all. <laughs> I can't because you guys have been playing. We have we haven't been playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't really been I haven't been testing my times. And like what I didn't do the 30 meter sprint since 2019, because 2020. Okay, what, what was it then? Yeah, 382. 
382. 382. 382. 382, yeah. That's cute. Bro, bye. <laughs> That's not talking, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm not talking to you. Bro, I, I, I would say mine, but I don't want to, like, kind of just, uh, just, I don't want to, um, I don't want to hurt you on camera, bro. No, that doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> so what does it mean, then? It means nothing. You know what it means. It means nothing. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. Everybody, we're going to put this, we're going to put a, we're going to put, um, we're going to broadcast this. We're going to start, you know how they do in MMA UFC? Mm-hmm. They, they get two people, they agree on a fight date. Then they do the whole press and everything. We finna do that with racing. No problem. Date and then time. Then we're gonna go this off season. Date and time. We're gonna go to a neutral neutral field and we're gonna run. We'll see who's faster once and for all. Bro, what I tell you, my name is Gabriel Boache. <laughs> Ask about me. Ask around. You already know. Ask around. Yeah. I bro. Yeah. I, yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. So anyway, Gabe, yeah, it was really nice speaking with you this time and having this conversation about confidence. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Yeah, definitely. I hope uh, those of you listening can really benefit from our experiences. As we said, we're not at our goals yet, where we want to be, but we're on the journey, so... We hope that you guys can start yours as well and just learn from what we've been through so you don't have to go through yourselves. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just make sure that you guys continue to give us feedback and let us know what you want to hear more of. But anyway, till next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks, guys, for listening to our show. Please follow us on Instagram and Spotify at License the Ball, and we hope to come back with some new content soon.